have you uh have you seen what Devin Sawa looks like recently? Yeah. Yeah. Um, someone posted this in the group, so it's a picture of him, guy from Final Destination, if you don't know, and a picture of that. So I commented, I was like, Devin Sawa, more like Daddy Sawa. For real. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, he's fucking ripped now. Good for him. I will I will never look like that. And I'm, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Just live with it, you know? Pretty much. Just live in sadness. I mean, as long as you're healthy, who cares? I am healthy. That's good. Doctor said I was healthy. Did blood work recently, and she said you're doing good. I'm like, how is my liver not failing? But okay. Um, did um, but I haven't drank in 21 days today. So boom. Nice. Feel a lot better. Let me tell you. Feel a lot better. It's funny because I, I used to drink, you know, because of stress and stuff like that. But the thing you don't realize is that drinking makes you more stressed because once I'm done drinking and I don't have any alcohol, then I get stressed that I don't have alcohol. So it's like a repetitive cycle. So now I don't have that stress and life is much simpler. Let me tell you what. And you're saving some money for, for Blu-rays you don't need. That's true. <laughs> Spend more money on Blu-rays like I did today. Oh my God. I bought. So I'm finally caught up with the pre-orders for Scream Factory. I have Funhouse and Cat People. Um, yeah. Funhouse, Cat People. Oh, and Army of Darkness on through Amazon because I'm like, I don't need the posters for those. Yeah. But then I have Evil Dead through them because i want the evil dead because you know well it's not gonna be that size but i'll put it somewhere over here um and then i and then i bought what did i buy today on top of evil dead it was oh my god oh uh, autopsy of jane doe because i thought i had that i could have sworn i bought that i thought you did too dude i thought i bought it on the last um like sale that they had but i didn't i came in here and checked and i checked all my orders and i'm like maybe it was in my cart and i just said no so I was like, I got that, and then I got a dark song because I saw that ages ago and hated it for some reason, but it's got like a 3-4, so I'm like, I got to try that again. So that's what I bought today, and then I have uh, so much stuff pre-ordered. And then today, actually, speaking of Shout Factory, Species came, the 4,000. Nice. Looks very nice. I see They seem to be doing the like uh, original art on their 4Ks as of late. Yeah. Like Candyman, Escape from New York, The Craft. It's all like the, it looks like it's the, um, does this have reversible? It's- Oh, just throw that fucking thing out at me. Rude. Oh, good. The 4,000's up front. I hate when they put the Blu-ray up front. It always, like, makes me mad. Throws people off, too. It's fucking annoying. All right. Do you have a backwards side here? They do. Oh, you do. Okay, so I guess that's the I guess that's the original artwork. I've never seen that artwork before in my life. Or maybe this is... I don't know. I feel like they're using... Because I know the Candyman one, for sure. That was definitely, like, original art. So this came in today, three disc set. We've got four discs. Yeah, 4K UHD. Um, then we've got the Blu-ray, and then we've got uh, special features. And I really dig the artwork on the uh, on the uh, four or the Blu-rays and 4Ks themselves. You got the main chick. I can't nice. remember her name. And then you've just got some just nice, very simple art on the other two, some blues and some greens. So uh, I'm excited to watch this. It's not a good movie by any means, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and of course you have the babe. What's her fucking name? I don't even know. Um, oh my God. I used to know this on the top of my head. Is it Natasha? Yeah. Yeah. This was her first movie. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just a fun movie. You got Alfred Molina in this Forrest Whitaker, Ben Kingsley. So you've got like a good cast and you know, you just really what this suffers from is just God awful, uh, CG because it's from, uh, early nineties. Yeah. It's 95. So yeah, that's when CG was, you know, I mean, Mortal Kombat, I think Annihilation was around 95, 97. We don't talk about that. Movie. I know. And we, yeah, we don't talk about Bruno or that. Um, so, yeah, this movie, like I said, it's not like a great movie, but it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. I definitely want to rewatch it. I'm glad to have the 4K. Uh, I still haven't seen two, three or four, but I know for sure like those two, are just two, not good. Two is on Prime. 
Oh, is it really? Or it was at least a month ago when I watched it. Or for $78 for the Scream Factory out of now, print. Now, one. The oop. Now, now, the oop. The oop. The oop. <laughs> I love it. It's just easier to say. It is. Oop. But, uh. Once you watch, I've not seen three or four either. I've only, I didn't even know three and four existed until maybe five years ago. But, uh, when you watch two, you realize one's a goddamn masterpiece. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're just like, like, wow. Two two is literally like a romance movie done completely wrong. Mm. Like, like, it's like no one watched knows what romance means. Like they looked up the definition of romance in the dictionary and they're like, nope, this is not what we're doing, but we'll add kissing. Let's yeah, let's go the opposite way. But yeah, so, no, it's it's on Prime and I if it's still on Prime, I highly recommend just watching it. It's like an hour and a half. So you've got the first species, uh two point seven, I gave it a three. You've got species two, two point two. You've got species three, one point eight, and then species the awakening 1.6. Apparently, <laughs> so Awakening is better than the like the fourth one is better than the third though somehow. I don't know. We'll see. But, but also, I, they're, yeah. they're straight. To, they're 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 both uh, the last two, three and four, are both uh, like straight to like like uh, video. So yeah, what do well, you expect? It's true. And I know uh, Natasha is in the second one, but she's yes. not in three or four. She's just in one and two. Um. So yeah, those are definitely movies. Check them out again. The first one being you know the best. It's just interesting to me how it's just interesting to me how, like same with like uh, Sleepaway Camp and Slumber Party Massacre, uh, the sequels are harder to find than than the originals. Yeah, I know. Like it's Sleepaway weird. Camp, the first one you can get anywhere for like ten bucks. But Sleepaway there's Camp, mul- yeah, there's multiple versions Sleepaway, of it. But Sleepaway Camp two, go fuck yourself. You're not finding that. Yeah, anywhere two and cheap. three, you can get them on like DVD, which is still even hard to find, or the Blu-rays, which you know I paid. I think I paid like one fifty for the deuce for two and three or something. I think I might have even paid a hundred a piece for them because like it's it's ridiculous. But yeah, it's I don't. It's weird, really weird how they just once they're out, they're out and people want insane amounts but, of but, money. But for like them. I said, it's weird how how the like even before they did uh, the, the the shout did the four K or even the regular Blu Ray, you could still find species anywhere. The first one, yeah. Um, but the other ones are just like nope, you're out of luck, which it just doesn't make sense to me. I'm trying to find. I have the double feature: Slumber Party Massacre. Of what species? No, two and three. Oh, there it is. Right oh, there. slums. Yeah. So this one. So yeah, they had um, Sleepaway Camp one, two, and three all had their own separate collector's edition, and then Slumber Party Massacre wasn't a, a collector's edition. Which I'm kind of curious as to why they didn't do that as a collector's. I feel like they should have. But then they have Slumber Party Massacre two and three. Uh, it's like a double feature, which is something, you know, I also paid like another 75 or 80 bucks for this, but yeah, it's so funny how most of these sequels and even species too, that's a, there's two and then there's three and four on a double feature. And those are just as hard to find. It's which like, is weird. it's weird. Cause it's like, I, I anticipated alligator Two going out of print so fast. So I bought a double, you know, a copy of it. So I could, you know, I sell it for a little bit more, whatever, nothing, nothing that crazy that people are asking, but I was like, you know, so if someone will want this when it's out of print I'll have it and whatever. But it did still no. It's I don't think that one's going out of print. You know, it's so it's hard to know which sequels are gonna fucking fly off the shelf. I, I think that's just with anything too. I mean, back to, uh, you know, I know last time you know last time we talked a little bit about steel books and stuff. But uh, sometimes you know I'll pre-order my steel books like months in advance, or sometimes I'll just wait it out. But like certain ones I that I think are gonna go like quick, don't, and then they even go cheaper like a yeah. month later after I buy it. I'm like fuck. Yeah, so it's so hard to know, and that's why every time I see a second, like a sequel, because I think Alligator Two, that's the first time it's ever been on Blu-ray. So I was like, "Oh, this is gonna go fucking quick." Well, 
I think was that one's also on Shutter. Like it just got on Shutter, so maybe that's why it's not going as quick because people are, are just. And go, so is uh, Alligator. Yeah, yeah they're like both they're on both, Shutter. Yeah, well, so, so maybe. So may, maybe it's because it's on a streaming service. You know that a lot of horror fans pay for or whatever. Probably are just watching it there and getting their fill. So like, yeah, I'm not going to buy this. I don't, I don't need the I don't physical. Need to, yeah, or or if I do, I'll wait till it leaves Shutter, or they watch it and realize they don't like it and don't want to pay. You know those prices, which understandable. I do that with some movies, not necessarily horror, just. Like uh, so, there's some movies that I that I that don't come to theaters. that come straight to like video on demand that I still wanted to check out. Now to rent them on Amazon or Vudu, you're looking at like four ninety nine, five ninety nine, six ninety nine. Right. But uh, sometimes Redbox will have them on Blu-ray for like a dollar. And would I prefer to spend that dollar? Yes. Yeah, that makes because sense. because if it's good, okay. Like odds are I'm going to spend the extra like nineteen twenty to buy it later on in life. Yeah. Or if it's bad, I feel less. I feel like okay, I wasted a dollar instead of seven. That's fair. Like, so, so it, I think it just goes like the same way with, I mean, not necessarily with species or, you know, al- um, slumber party, but maybe with the alligator ones. For maybe. Sure. Yeah. Cause I, I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure Sleepaway Camp two and three, that was their first time on Blu-ray, I believe. And it was but, really but hard the, to find them streaming had, too. They had DVD releases before and the alligators did not. I don't, I mean, I think alligator. Well, the did. first one did, but the second one did not. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It's so. just so hard to know these days, but whatever. I have an extra copy of alligator and alligator two that I'm trying to sell. So hit me up. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I did. I did make a sale post though in the Scream Factory group because I'm like, take the shit. And no one bit on anything. And I'm like, come on, somebody take this shit. I'm going to start giving it away here. Well, they don't need it. I have so many fucking extras. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on in the world of Scream Factory. Uh, I'm surprised they didn't renounce anything at uh, SDCC, but whatever, it's fine. I'm not crying on the inside, but I'm also happy. It's actually probably for a good thing for you. I was, yeah. gonna, I was gonna say because it's probably odds good. are, odds are, every month they just here's this, here's this, and you're like, well, I'm, 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 just I'm done. Die. I'm yeah, die. I'm dead. Next month we've got uh, hopefully Cat People Funhouse, uh, Child's Play. And then September, I think, is Evil Dead Army of Darkness. Yeah, so... And dog Soldiers. Oh, Dog soon, Soldiers, right? that's right. I think that's supposed to be August, August as well. Yeah. 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 It's funny, because I pre-ordered that on Shout, and I forgot about it. And then I, I was like, oh, I didn't pre-order it, so I pre-ordered it on Amazon. And then I found out last night, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, delete on Amazon. I didn't realize I bought it from Shout. I guess I did. Um, so let's get to... I got a fucking some shit to talk about, do we? Oh, boy. Uh, first and foremost, we hit 10,000 or uh, likes on Facebook. Woo! Woo! Which is fucking a huge milestone. We started the page uh, January of... Tw- or no, January of 2019. So in just over three years, 10,000. I That's pretty good. I'm happy with where the page is at. Getting a lot of likes, sharing a bunch of good stuff. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, second thing, uh, last week I did say Corey was going to be here and we were going to be doing a Ty West joint, but unfortunately he got COVID. So we're doing a, you know, two week, uh, what do you want to call it? Not fucking separation, whatever. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so he'll be here on the next episode. Actually, no, it'll be me and Gabby on the next episode and then we'll be doing our Ty West movie. So, uh, he's doing better. Um, I don't think he's contagious anymore, but yeah, I was like, let's just make sure we don't pass that on to anybody. So. He will be here in a couple weeks. Um, next up, we got Spirit Halloween releasing locations. Be sure to check the website and search your city. Um, there's some scheduled to be opening by me here in Lake Mary, Florida, uh, like 8-4. So that's like two weeks, three weeks until we have, we know, two weeks, like two and a half weeks. Yeah, until yeah. we get Spirit Halloween. I'm super fucking stoked. Um, I usually frequent that store like once a week during spooky time. Just because I have problems. You know, we all got problems. My problems is uh, buying uh, Halloween shit all the time. Uh, So that's fun. Go check the website. Enter your zip code or your city or whatever. And it'll show you everything in your vicinity. 
Uh, next up, did you see this today? I um, did. Yeah. So two things. One, HHN finally dropped their fucking frequent fear passes, and they're just they're, they're even more expensive than they were last year. It makes me cry. And inflation. <sighs> it's gonna it's gonna get to a point where I just am not I'm not I'm like I'm done because you know I want to get the frequent fear with Fridays, so it's got I can go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Sunday. I don't need to go Saturdays because I need one break, a one day break. Um, but we get the express and last year it was like 500 and this year it's like 650. And I'm like, dude, it's just going to get to the point where I'm like, ah, plus if we have a kid then that's never going to happen ever. So we're, if we're going to take advantage of this year, which will probably be, probably be our last year going like super heavy. Cause like, well, I'm getting old too, man. Especially it being so hot. Yeah. I don't like being out late. I get cranky and, and, and grumpy. <laughs> Fucking. Uh. So, but anyways, they they finally released their multi-night tickets. Uh, and then they finally also announced another house. It's the fourth house. And it is the weekend. And this has been causing a lot of uh, uh, people. Um, how do I say this? Like nicely. People have just Controversy? been. Yeah. People have just been losing their minds over this. I didn't lose my mind, but I'm like, this is probably the most interesting thing I've ever heard of around horror. Yeah. So if you don't know anything about the weekend, he, the, you've definitely heard the song "Blinding Lights." Um, it was a TikTok fad, or you know, whatever you call those. What are those things? TikTok trends. Yes. Uh, it's a huge song, but if you actually watch some of his music videos and shit, they're very creepy and very horror esque. So I think people are jumping the gun a little too quickly on this and just putting it in their head that it's going to be shit because no sorry not everyone a lot of people were like oh this is stupid um, i'm skipping this house and i'm like cool fucking shorter lines for right, me i was just gonna say uh, like, whatever. whatever um but yeah people are just like it's it just drives me crazy how quickly people can judge things before even giving it a chance they're like no that's gonna be shit and you're like you have no fucking clue they do that with everything though you, i know but like it's really bad in the hhn community because people just i swear to god people just love well, to complain well, well that and also a lot of people don't associate horror with rap or R&B or usually when you think horror if you think any type of music it's it's metal I know Honestly. but but it's like we've had you know we had Ghostbusters which that's not a horror movie that's a comedy fantasy sci-fi it's not a horror movie and Beetlejuice is I mean yes they're like horror-esque but they're not actually listed as horror movies so it's like We've had things that are, but, I mean, but, but that's also for some people that's debatable. I mean, obviously, whatever it says online, sure, but like, you know, we to, to somebody else be like, no, Ghostbusters is a horror film. I mean, it's it it is what it's listed as. You know what I mean? Like, if the yeah. genre's not listed as horror, I don't care if you fucking tell me it's horror. It's not. I mean, yes, for sure, it definitely has horror vibes and elements. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, and I mean, we've had houses at HHN that were just like 3D houses that weren't anything like horrific. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I just feel people are quick to judge because it's something different and it's not the norm. And people are just like, oh, it's not horror. OK, cool. Have you seen its music videos? Because they're creepiest. Like, they're seriously creepy. There's some of them that are like stuff of nightmares. So like, give it a chance. I mean, I mean, just give it a chance before you're like, it's going to suck. Like, at least try I mean, it once. For all, just like uh, just like for all we know. You know, I, I had no idea until Spiral came out that Chris Rock was a huge Saw fan. Yeah. So for all we know, The Weeknd is a huge horror fan. Yeah. So, and and we even even if the house isn't good, at least the music will be good. I mean, I like his music. It's a little too poppy for me, but it's still catchy as fuck. I don't think I've listened to anything other than that. Probably that one song. Yeah, that I know. Play everywhere. I, I know. I know. I've heard other songs, but I just couldn't tell you what, like the names of them or how they go. But I know I've heard because you know Gabby will play him every now and again. Yeah. Um, so I'm in the, I'm in the saw on the side. That's like, Hey, it's something new. It's something different. I'm going to give it a try. Even if I don't like it. Okay. Yeah. 
I don't know. I just people just love to. Uh, it's very. It's like a very elitist thing to want to give an opinion on something that they haven't experienced. Is like you can't. You can't. It's, it's just, that's like me going to this restaurant. and be like, this restaurant's gonna suck before I have any food. Like, okay, you gotta you gotta taste test it first. Right. So don't be quick to judge people. Just try it out. If it's not for you, don't go to that house. You know, shorter shorter lines for me. Exactly. That's fine. You know, it's a win win for me. Um, so that'll be interesting. We still have six houses to announce because there's 10 houses and we're like, uh, what, it's September 2nd is when it starts. We're like six weeks away. So chippity chip chop universal because people are waiting because we've got four. We've got Halloween. We've got the monsters one. We've got the one I just said, the weekend and one other one. I can't remember. I don't know why, but we've got four houses. So we got six houses and five scare zones and two shows to announce. They're slacking this slacking. year. Slacking. I don't know what the holdup is, too, because usually we've got most of the shit by now. But for some reason this year, it's like... Maybe, maybe they're short staff. What does that get, have to do with announcements, though? Uh, getting stuff ready. Like, who, why would you want to announce something prematurely? And, they know and, what and they're they delivering. They know. know what they're doing, though. At this well, point, they, true, yeah, they like, know what they're doing. But if you don't have... But you, don't, but, you know, you could know what you're doing, but if you have unexpected... Uh, you know, people dropping out or leaving. You can't. You're, you're kind of st- stuck between a rock and a hard place at that point. Maybe, but I feel like they should be prepared for that. They've been doing this for thirty something years, yeah. so I don't know if it's just a matter of I don't know what it is, but yeah, they need to start releasing stuff because I, it's I, it's to the point where I'm getting antsy, and I don't usually get antsy because I'm like, it'll come, guys, it'll come. And then now I'm like, okay, we're like getting real close, and we have so much left to announce. So I don't know what you're doing, Universal. It's time to wake up, chippity chop chip. Um, and then other than that, HHN Spirit. Oh, and then the trailer for Pearl dropped today, even though we all saw it at the end of X. Not this guy, because I had no idea. You so left? I, yeah. I oh, no. Well, <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. Like nine times out of ten, Marvel movies are really the only thing that have end credits. Horrors usually don't. And if they have anything, it's mid credits. And I. You know, I'm not used to. I don't stay to all my credits for everything. Oh, I did. Movies. I just. I, I. don't know. I didn't just do it on a whim. I think someone mentioned it somewhere. They were like, "Hey, they, oh, didn't, okay. they didn't say what it was, but they're like, make sure you stay." And I think I. I think I must have saw it after you, because um, I saw it for my birthday. So yeah, I just stayed and I was like, "Oh, it's a trailer for a prequel." What? So that actually. <laughs> like I knew about the prequel yeah. before I saw X. But I didn't know they were going to show the trailer at the end of that, where I would have stayed, of course. Yeah. So well, did, you, did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And so, honestly, to me, it looks better than X. I mean, yeah, X was pretty solid, and this looks awesome. So if you don't know what this is about, it's literally about Pearl, who is in X. Uh, she's an older lady in X, and this is her come up into who she became, who she is now, or, and, you know, in and X. And a cool thing is uh, Mia Goth, who plays Pearl in both movies, Wrote this movie. Yeah. Like, she, like I, I thought, see, I didn't know that part until later today. I thought Ty West wrote both of them, but then when I looked well, it up. Well, I think he and, he and she did. No, just on IMDb, it's just listed her. Oh, weird. Like, he directed it, but she wrote it. Hmm. All right. Yeah, well, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's a prequel about her, which should be pretty awesome. There's the, <laughs> the trailer looks explosive, no pun intended. By any means, but it looks pretty interesting, and I'm, we're definitely going to see some more alligator kills, and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that's exciting, uh, and it's also coming out this year, nine sixteen. Yeah, which is crazy because we just had we had a new horror movie from Ty West since I think the Sacrament, which was like 2013 or 2014, 
So that was like eight years that we hadn't had a horror movie from him. He was doing other stuff, and now he drops this on our asses. We get two of them. In now one we get year. two in a year, and then I, I know it's also discussed that either he plans to make this a trilogy or already has plans to. I know that the second one was involved, and I'm pretty sure he mentioned a third one. So I'm like, fucking okay. Uh, I'm on board with that, so I'm very excited. And we also have a couple other horror movies coming in September, which are going to be awesome. It's going to be a good rest of the year for horror movies, honestly. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got some good shit. Um, then there's also that one, The Invitation, with like the vampires and shit that looked yeah. pretty cool. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for all these movies. I don't even know. What's the next thing we're seeing? Do we even have plans to see? Like This this last couple of months has been so sporadic with going to see movies. It makes me sad. Well, I mean, I, mean, I guess we're talking about it now. I was going to ask you after the pod, but uh, this weekend is that movie Vengeance. The, uh, oh, my God. What's his name? The, fuck. <laughs> uh, vengeance. And, uh, he, was, he was on. The dude from The Office wrote it and directed it. It's got oh, a, BJ Novak? Yeah, him. His movie. Oh, is very coming, nice. It's coming this weekend. Oh, yeah. That actually does look pretty good. Okay. But that's, right. really, that's really all of note this weekend. Yeah, next weekend is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And Bullet Train, I believe. And then, yeah, two weeks after. Dude, oh, yeah, we haven't even, we got to talk about this one real quick, actually, because there's a movie coming out called Beast. Uh, with Idris with, Elba? Yeah, with Idris Elba, and they're, like, in the African safari, and they get trapped by a lion, and I'm like, fucking, I don't think I've ever seen a killer lion movie before. Um, And the, the Ghost of the Darkness from... You know, the shout just did. It reminds me a lot like that. Oh, is that a? Yes. Is it? Yeah, with a yeah. It's a yeah. They um, Val Kilmer goes to the African jungle to hunt lions that are killing. Uh, oh, villager shit. the people that live there. And it's yeah. based on a true story, not beast. Oh shit! Beast okay. isn't the Ghost in the Darkness is. Okay. Uh, and this is listed on IMDb as a horror movie, so I'm fucking super excited. And that's coming out August 19th. I'll see it. I'll see it. Yeah, I mean, Idris Elba's awesome, and um, it doesn't say how long it is. It's probably gonna be not very. Much. Oh, hour like, 33. I was gonna say an hour and 36. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna, go I was gonna say if it's pushing like 152 hours, I'm not. I'll, For that I'll type wait. of movie, no. Yeah, 133 though. Hell yeah. So that's coming out. I'm I'm excited to see that one. And then, oh, Smile, September 30th. That's right. That's yeah. going to be creepy as shit. Yeah, it is. Um, And then Fall is coming at some... Oh, shit. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies tickets are out. Oh, shit. Nice. We're going to have to go see that. That's an A24 joint coming out with Pete Davidson. And um, it looks hilarious. I don't know. I, I like a good comedy horror. And this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, it's A24. So you got a good recipe for a movie. True. You know? Um, so yeah, uh, anything you've been watching recently you want to share with the class, my friend? I watched... What did you watch? <laughs> what is it? Last night I watched Moloch, which which I know you Oh, watched. you did? Yeah, I watched oh, that shit, last yeah. night. I loved it. Yeah. It was great. Um, That's uh, anybody who's interested, that is a Dutch folklore horror movie on Shudder. And it was awesome. It, it came was. out of nowhere. I just looked it up and I was like, ooh, 3.4 and it's Dutch? Ooh. I was like, yeah, it's I've not, never it's seen well, a Dutch horror movie before. Yeah, it was, it was, it was well done. Um, at first, it, was, it, was, it was quite a slow burn. A little, oh, like, very slow. Yeah. I mean, luckily it was it was only like like 93 minutes. So like. Yeah, it, it was even, it was pretty quick. So so about, you know, half the movie was slow than the other half started to build up and stuff. By the end of it, yeah. like, oh shit, okay. And that last shot. Oh, that was spooky. So it's but so like good. Yeah. But like good. I, it was eerie, but like a good eerie. Like I, remember, I would have loved to experience that in the theaters. I remember sitting there. I'm like, is is it is this what's going on? And then it happened. I was like, oh shit. I was like, dude. So they, they go through this whole folk, like 
like folklore tale from like inception and they, they play it out. It's not like most movies where the, you know, someone gets away, you know what I mean? In a sense, it is fucking, it is very well done. Yes. That last scene is what gave, it made me give it the rating. It, yeah. Half an extra star for that. Cause I was like, mm, that was solid. Yeah, that was good stuff. So, um, and then what else have you seen today? I watched today. Uh, this is fresh. The, well, cause there's two of them. I watched the 1978, uh, toolbox massacre. Toolbox murders, murders, or yeah. There's two of them. Uh, uh, Tobe Hooper did the Tobe Hooper did the the first one remake, the one that came out. He did o- the remake. Yes, and it's got about the same, the what? same, the same, uh, same ratings. I did not see that one though because it was on Shutter. But I watched the 1978 one for the first time today. It was pretty decent. Man, was it? It was way hornier than I expected. Like, <laughs> like. Like, for no reason, like, there's a whole scene of just, you know, a woman in a tub, which, which whatever, that's fine. Um, slut spoiler alert, but, like, I'm not going to go super into detail. But uh, she's just you in say a tub. S- slight spoiler. I thought you said slut spoiler. I no. was like, Spencer, whoa. No, slight. Slight, okay. Slight. <laughs> I was like, dude, whoa. That was a bit harsh there. Okay, slight spoilers. <laughs> go Continue, my bad. But slight spoilers. <laughs> So she's in the tub. You know, obviously you're naked once you're in the tub. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. And then for no, like out of nowhere, like there's there's no buildup. There's no like candles. There's nothing lit. All of a sudden she just starts masturbating in the tub and you watch oh, the wow. whole thing to completion. Oh, boy. And I'm like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, that's so wow. Un- that's so unnecessary. Well, like, like why? Like, I mean, whatever. But like. Why did I have to spend two and a half minutes watching that just for just for what happens after? That's really There's weird. There's no need for that. Like I, I'm feeling awkward. Like I mean, I mean, I get it. Sex scenes and stuff. You know, people are behind the camera, anyways. But like when you're literally watching this girl, no one around, unprovoked. I mean, unprovoked. Whatever. Like you're, you're not really provoked when you when you want when you got it, you got it. But uh, <laughs> Jesus, she's in a bowl bath. But there's no candles. There's no indication that she's doing anything but but relaxing in the tub. Obviously, yeah. she relaxed a little bit too much. I was gonna say, did she relax all over the place? And, Holy shit! And there was like three or four different like far away and close ups through this whole two minute ordeal. And I'm just like, <laughs> Jesus! I'm just like, how do you approach this with permission? Be like, okay, you clearly can see this is in the script that you masturbate. But lady, how close can I get to you with your hand down down your down in there? Because yikes. Like, and there was a lot of times where you could clearly tell they made sure that soap was in specific areas. Well, yeah. Which is funny because after that, when she got out of the tub, you saw everything. <laughs> so, I'm like, so I'm like, what's really what the are we, point? What are we censoring like, this for? Like, I don't first get of all, it. First of all, there's no imagination in there. You know where her hands are. You know what she's doing. But then you don't see any of that. And then when you get up, it's full 70s bush for like a good minute. Jesus. Too. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I get why you censored it, I guess, for modesty. But at the end of the day, why the fuck? Like, yeah. if you're going to set your part of that, but not all of it, the fuck? I mean, I guess they just really went for it in that one. But it was, like I said. Is that a reoccurring theme in the remake? I've not seen the remake. Oh. This I th- was my, f- I'm, I want to see the remake after this, because this was my first time seeing this, and I've always wanted to. Oh, well, now I got to watch so it. So now I want it. It's on Shudder. Oh, well, that makes it easier. Yeah. The remake um, it just looks like it needs to be rented. But uh, now that I saw the original, I want to see the remake and compare. Because, honestly, they're both, on IMDb and Letterboxd, they're both, like, point, like one difference. Yeah. the uh, So, the original from 1978, 
directed by Dennis Donnelly. He only did this movie, and probably because of reasons that we just discussed. Yeah, I mean, um, it was 2.8, and then the remake from 2004, uh, Tobey Hooper, uh, 2.9. So yeah, this so one actually has a better rating. Better rating, but not like by much. Yeah, but and not, e- yeah. And even on IMDb, I think it's like uh, the 78 has like a 5.2, and then this has like a 5.4 on IMDb or something. I feel like I feel like Shout did a Toolbox Murders. No, uh, no, I looked that up. It's uh, the Blue Underground did that. Because uh, well, they have actually, funny enough, they have a 4K of this movie in Atmos. What? <laughs> and, what? And apparently, it were, apparently, it does really well in Atmos. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Like, like, like the Blu-rays in seven one. Oh, they did this one. Sorry, they did Toolbox Murders two. Screen Factory did. Oh, um, I don't even know what th- that must be a sequel to the remake. Wait, when did that? Come I'm out? confused. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I don't even see. Uh, I don't even see that on IMDb. Is it? Is the what? What's happening? Hold on. Hold the phone. What are we looking up? So there's Toolbox Murders from 1978, and then Toolbox Murders from 2004. This is saying Toolbox Murders two. I'm confused. What year? I'm looking. I'm trying to. 2004. Wait, no. Hold on. A terrifying sequel to Tobey Hooper's 2004 reimagining of the 78 cult movie. Okay. But I don't see that on Letterboxd anywhere. Oh, this is. Is, it a, is there a different title? No, this is some fucking Twilight Zone shit right here. Toolbox Murders Two. There it is. It's on IMDb. What the fuck is happening? Oh, this is from 2013. Okay, and it has really bad ratings. This is a 3.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. So never mind. Yeah. I'm not it, gonna bother with that. Matter. But I do want to see the Toby Hooper one. Yeah, I do too now. But I have to watch the original, watch the original first. first, just because. Also, um, without just just more foreign like. I'm not saying that one thing that I just described was weird. It just felt super out of place and unnecessary. Like maybe like a 30 second shot of that, not the whole shebang. Like there's no reason for like no. No, I'm with you. Yeah, I understand. Like, yeah, that is is very odd. And honestly, my score for this movie was reflected because like the last two and a half minutes of this movie. Yeah. So so it was to me, I was going to give it a three and a half, but I gave it a three. Just because it didn't stick the landing. No, it stuck the landing. And it just really super weird way. And there is one line of dialogue. If they cut out of the movie, but still kept the scene, it would have been more okay. Hmm. But the fact that that line of dialogue was said and you knew that. And then later on the things happened that happened. You're like, you know what? No, thank you. Interesting. The well, movie was, the movie was like, I enjoyed though. It was seventies. It, it was, you know what you would expect from it. But the last two minutes was, was, it was just super weird, and like I don't know why anybody would have written it like that. Well, it makes sense because that guy didn't do anything else, so and maybe. I, and, and if, it <laughs> if it wasn't the end of the movie, I would have spoiled it. But since it's the end of the movie, I'm not going to say anything. About okay. It. You'll 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 know exactly what I'm talking about when you watch it. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out tonight then because I needed something to watch anyway. So. Uh, I can't find Toolbox Murders uh, Blu-ray anywhere. The 2004 one, I guess that will have to be rented. That's annoying. There's yeah, like... I didn't see that. Maybe it just it was like a VOD, but only went to like DVD. Maybe. Yeah, I can't find it anywhere. That sucks. Whatever. We'll rent it. And we'll have to feed the virtual that one day. Um, what have I been watching? Oh, I'll, speaking of horny things, because you said uh, <laughs> this movie was so horny. You want to know what else is really fucking horny? Season five of American Horror Story. Holy yes. shit. Everyone is, is fucking. That ho- is that hotel? Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. Gaga <laughs> is just fucking everything in but that show. But also Gaga. Yeah, like, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. Um, yeah, that 
the first couple of episodes are super fucking bro, horrible. Bro, we were just because <laughs> I haven't seen it all the way through. Um, I literally, I'm. This was back when it first came out. When episode or season five came I love out, that season, by I know. Way. Well, I saw it and I saw the first when she when they like tore into people in the first episode. I was like, I'm done. This is too much for me. I was like, this is weird. They're drinking. I, I love that. I, well, I didn't realize they were vampires, and that's why it was that. Yeah. So watching it now, I'm like, oh, if I would have known that when I first saw it, I would have been like, okay. But if you don't think they're vampires, I'm like, yeah, that's too. much. I was like, nope, that's that's we- just that's borderline cannibalism. It's, if you yeah. don't know what's going on. It wasn't that it was too much. It was just too weird. I was like, that's a little weird for me. But now that I know they're vampires, I'm like. Okay, but yeah, this season is so fucking horny, so bloody. There's there's also more to this season than just that. And I yeah. Love it. Oh yeah. No, it's it's very good. So I'm really enjoying it. But it is very horny. And some of the scenes when people are having sex, I don't know how they're covering everything because it's like there was one scene where some chick is just getting nailed from behind, yep. and all that's covering her boobs are hands, and even the hands are like so. I'm like, how is that? What is happening here? Well, you're. That's how are all, they getting away that's with this? Allowed. Honestly, even on, on FX now, you can you you. you oh, can, it's just crazy they, to they, me. They, the last three or four years they've gotten they've allowed the f-bomb i know it's just weird it's like I'm, i didn't realize that tv was that expl- like god and, it's and, explicit and, 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 i mean i mean it's because the time it comes on it comes on at like 10 or 11 o'clock it night. comes on late yeah so and, the and people I know. that are and it is rated ma but the people that are watching it can handle that type of yeah. language well and i think it's also i think it's more it's, it's i'm pretty sure it's a premium channel too fx i'm pretty sure yes but, does, but like every cable and the thing is funny now you know disney owns it but they're still yeah. allowing all well well disney owns it now they didn't own it when hotel came up but uh but even before like even before like when hotel came out and stuff like the last like three or four seasons of American Horror Story is where it started with like dropping the F-bomb but like all of Sundry Anarchy all of the show Justified all of that like still had the MA rating with 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 like the strong dialogue yeah. and, and language and, and the sex and the violence but like no F-bombs if there was nudity it was only male butts and like basically uh, your imagination like left to your imagination with, with the women yeah and the violence was like they didn't really care about the violence. But now yeah. it's like holy oh, yeah. shit! Like they, yeah, they don't care anymore. So yeah, that season's pretty interesting, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna rock it all the way through. I can't wait till you watch uh, 1984. I believe it's called. Yeah, that, I'm excited for that. So good. Uh, I I remember because I, I also start. I didn't watch five, but I started six, and there was a point in six where they just take a weird tonal shift, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm, I'm done with this too." So five and six, I just need to power through because I've heard seven and eight are actually pretty solid. Um, see, I see, I loved. Uh, I think I loved um the only one I didn't like after five I loved five actually I loved hotel but the one no oh, yeah hotel's great but the one after five I didn't like was I think it was seven which is the one where it's political or is around the time Trump yeah. was president and they just apocalypse did... I think no or, apocalypse was fantastic cult? cult okay yeah cult was just too it, political it had its moments but like it went too political and you're just like. Because the cult is basically, it's a political cult. Yeah, yeah, and it makes just sense. Like, Ugh. But like the acting was good. Evan Peters fucking killed it. Like, oh, yeah, he's the, dude, he's the best. It was like seriously the coolest. But then they brought it back with Apocalypse, and it, Apocalypse was fucking awesome. Mm. Loved Apocalypse. All right, so I just got to, yeah, I just got to get through it and actually, you know, see it with fresh eyes. Because uh, Cult is something definitely to just power through. Cult. Okay, I'll power through. Yes. Um. All right. So let's get on to this movie. We've got we've got some time left here. But yeah, I de- I'll, I'll keep you updated on how uh, AHS is going. Right. Um, because yeah, I, I, it's, I just need to catch up. 
Oh, one more thing real quick. Sorry, I just remember this. Talking about long-going TV shows. You hear that The Walking Dead's getting like another spinoff or something like that? It's like Michonne and Rick. I'm like, fucking just let it die. Let it die. Well, they're not going to. I know. Which is funny because because it hasn't had many many viewers in the last like seven seasons. Yeah, we had Walking Dead. Then we had Fear of the Walking Dead. Now we got a Rick and Michonne show. It's like, just just let it die. Well, the Rick and Michonne thing was actually supposed to be movies, which is why Rick. So I. I mean, I'm not keeping up. I'm keeping up with the news just because I'm. I, I, I look at all this news and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick uh, left the show like a season and a half or two seasons ago, quote unquote, dead. Um, I mean, I mean even the viewers said quote unquote because there were supposed to be two movies about the rest of Rick's journey, and I guess they say saw it somehow AMC is like, you know what? Let's just do a TV show instead of instead of movies. I guess because Rick and Michonne, I guess were. Were two characters they shipped hard through when, yeah. when they were in there, so they're like, let's just give them their own show, because you know now that uh that the original Walking Dead is it's literally on its last twelve episodes. Thank God. Part three of the final season, by the Shut way. Oh fuck off! They, they just did, ha- they have to drag. They it did like thirty six episodes of the last season. Oh my fucking Christ! And like different parts. So f- I guess finally because they that's written and everything looks, they know exactly who survives and who doesn't, and now they can go. <laughs> They can do some spoiler, like, oh, yeah, by the way. Uh, just let it die. I mean, I don't really give a shit. I stopped at season two. Oh, uh, yeah. I stopped at uh, when uh, Negan fucks everybody up. I think that's season uh, five, yeah, seven. five or six or I, seven. One yeah, was, I'm pretty sure. Something. It was, yeah, and I remember watching the first episode and getting halfway through the second episode. I'm like, oh, I can't do it anymore. I'm that's done. When, that's when the show started <laughs> falling. Like, I can't do that's it. That's when the show started falling off. And yeah. it's like, we just renewed it for three seasons because we like spending money and not having people watch uh, it. Yeah, it just needs to die. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you are a Walking Dead fan. I'm not. I don't. I don't. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like you can like whatever you I want. Mean, they, I just. I just need to die. Like the first season had so much promise, especially when it had to do with the comic books. But they just went off the rails and did whatever the fuck they wanted. One, two, and three I thought were great, and then four I was like, eh, and then five I was like, meh, meh. six I was like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's do this movie. We're talking about The Mist today, released from 2007. I can't believe this movie is 15 years old. Uh, released on November 21st of that year in the U.S. Rated R for no sex and nudity, severe violence and gore, moderate profanity. Apparently moderate profanity is 14 fucks, one sexual reference, 29 scatological terms, 12 anatomical Terms, 14 mild obscenities, name-calling, six religious profanities, and 30 religious exclamations. Also, a man calls his chainsaw a cocksucker, and a woman is called a whore several times. It happens. (laughs) I'm getting angry. Breathe. Breathe. I'm angry. No, uh, I just, I wrote all that down again like I did last episode, because it's it's such a fucking huge description of all the profanities. Um, Mild alcohol, drugs, and smoking, and severe, frightening, and intense scenes. I agree with that because that CG was very horrific. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's talk about that it, in a minute. It was bad. We'll have to talk about that. Well, we got two hours and six minute runtime listed as a horror, sci-fi, and thriller. Directed by Frank Darabont, who has 11 directing credits. Also did The Green Mile, which is fucking phenomenal. And The Majestic, what? which I've never seen. What and he that? also directed the whole first season of Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. And, like He was a producer for like the first few seasons and then just went away. Um. What is the what is what is the Walking Dead? I know what that is. What is the Majestic? Have you seen that? Do you know? What yeah, that it's is? Uh, it's with Jim, it's another drama with Jim Carrey. Uh, has to do with a uh, Jim Carrey. What yeah, has to do with? Uh, I think John Goodman's also in it, and it has, what? Majestic's about a movie theater. 
I believe he he's an owner of a movie theater or something. It's been a long time. Set in 1951, a blacklisted Hollywood writer gets into a car accident, loses his memory, and settles down in a small town where he is mistaken for a long lost son. Jim Carrey, Bob Baladin, uh, Lori Holden, oh, Ron Holden. Rifkin, no. Um, Not, no John Goodman? No John Goodman. But yeah, Lori Holden, that's funny. Bruce Campbell! What? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what? Carl Reiner, Rob Reiner, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Wow. That's going on the list. How the fuck have... I've never heard of that movie oh, until I wrote this up. But how do I not... It's Jim Carrey. Excuse me? Well, I mean, because pe- most people think Jim Carrey, just like, like Will Ferrell, they don't think anything other than comedy. But Will Ferrell's done some dramas, and so has Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's even done a horror. Well, I mean, like, you know, I know Truman Show. I know Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. I know those are his more of a serious role. I've just I've never heard of The Majestic. flown under the radar. But, uh, I it must it, have been, yeah. I saw it one time years ago. I remember enjoying it. Okay, that's on the list now to watch. Let's see. Is it streaming anywhere? Please be streaming somewhere. Nah, Amazon. That's fine. Um, Also written by Frank Darabont, who has 22 writing credits, also did A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, The Blob, The Fly 2, The Shawshank Redemption, Melly Sherry, Shelley's Frankenstein, The Green Mile, and the 2014 Godzilla. So man is fucking well-established in writing goddamn masterpieces. I mean, maybe not Godzilla from 2014, but Dream Warriors, The Blob, fucking Shawshank, Frankenstein, like Green Mile, solid, solid, uh, like writing career there, buddy. Uh, composed by a man named Mark Isham, Isham, who has 194 composing credits, nice. so he's been around the block. Uh, also did the Hitcher, Blade, Hardball, which is a fucking super underrated yes, Keanu Reeves movie, or Keon- Keanu Reeves, whatever. Um, also composed the Majestic Crash, not the David Cronenberg one. Uh, the Crazies and Bill and Ted Face the Music, the Crazies from 2010 as well. Nice. So very solid composer in this movie. And then we've got cinematography by Ron Schmidt, who has 55 credits for cinematography. Also did Brain Dead, but not... The Dead Alive, we're talking the one with Paxton and Pullman, that Scream Factory did, that brain nice. dead. Uh, Lord of Illusions and 25 episodes of Walking Dead. Um, so, I mean, what do you think about all those people behind this movie? I mean, it makes sense of what kind of movie it was. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> it's just very, very good, uh, solid like credits for I these people. I only have one issue with with Frank Darabont. Darabont. And it has to do with this movie. Okay, we'll, just, well, we'll get into it. Yeah, we will. All right, so we've got starring Thomas Jane as David Drayton, who has 89 acting credits, who was also in Face Off as Berkey Hicks, Boogie Nights as Todd Parker, and Deep Blue Sea as met, Carter Blake. I can't believe you didn't put this in there. He was he was what? in The Punisher? Yeah, that one that was kind of me. Wow. Me. No. Right? The one Wait, that was kind of me. The one with John Travolta? Me. Oh, was uh, Yeah. Did, did we watch that one? I mean, I did uh, multiple times. Well, no, didn't we watch The Punisher at some point, didn't we? Not together, no. Yes, we don't. You lie to me. We did. No, me and you never did together. Mm, I don't know. Let's see. I have one that I rated. Doesn't mean we watched it together. Yes, it does. Because you, you remember you got it and then you wanted I to... gave a copy to yeah. you, but, I was, but we didn't watch it together. I feel like you're lying. Well, uh, is it this one? It's the one with John Travolta, Thomas Jane... Um, Ben Foster. Oh, okay. I gave that a three and a half. Okay. Maybe I'm thinking of another thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, well, I just, I don't know. I, I did his top credits. That wasn't on his top credits. That's interesting because he did that right before this movie. I don't know. So he's in this. We've got Marcy, uh, Marcia Gay Holden as Mrs. Carmody. 
121 acting credits, also known for Flubber's Dr. Sarah Jean Reynolds, Mystic River as Celeste Boyle, and all three Fifty Shades of Grey movies as Mrs. Grey slash Grace Grey. Grace Grey. Grace Grey. <laughs> GG's, y'all. GG's. Uh, yeah, she's the bitchiest bitch in this oh movie. Oh, my God. Not her as a person, her character, her sorry. Character. Yeah, she's a fucking Karen in this movie. God. Lori Holden as Amanda Dunfrey, who has 47 acting credits, also in Fantastic Four as Debbie McIvan, Silent Hill as Sybil Bennett, and The Lost Boys as, oh, sorry, The Boys as Crimson Countess, not The Lost Boys. And the, she was also in The, the Walking Boys. Dead for a few seasons. Yeah, that that chick. Um, What was her name in that? movie show I, I forgot there's actually, a few, there's actually a few uh walking dead alums. walking dead yeah get out of my i was gonna say alums get out of my head we got andre brower as brent norton who has 66 acting credits was also in frequency another fucking underrated movie as satch de leon salem's lot miniseries as someone i forgot to write down and poseidon as captain bradford he was also uh captain holt and brooklyn 99 the tv show there you go more facts from spencer We've got Toby Jones as Ollie Weeks, who has 133 acting credits, was also in The Rights as Father Matthew, The Hunger Games Saga as Claudius Templesmith, and Captain America 1 and 2. So that would be the first Avenger and Winter Soldier as Dr. Arnim Zola. He that, pops up everywhere just randomly. Ev- yeah, I, I had to, I had to, I had to like narrow this down. He's like I had, three like, foot four yeah. and he's just there. I, I'm surprised he wasn't in The Lord of the Rings. He's so small. Um, but yeah, I had to, I had to pare this down because I was like, you're in fucking everything, dude. Jesus. Right. And then we have one of my personal favorite actors, uh, underrated actor, William Sadler as Jim, who has uh, astonishing 178 acting credits, was also in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey as the Grim Reaper, Shawshank Redemption as Haywood, and Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight as Breaker. Also in Rocket Man. Rocket Man. The uh, not the Elton John one. The no. The nineties genius movie. The nineties fucking goddamn cinematic masterpiece <laughs> with Harlan, with Harlan Williams. Williams. <laughs> Fuck Toolbox Murders. I'm watching that shit tonight, dude. I. Uh, oh my god. No, I, that was Julie. <laughs> dude, that movie still st- still holds up. It's so funny. John Jacob and the guy next to him, William Tyler. Ah, ah, oh my god. I his love name is whenever they go out. <laughs> The people are shouting, John Jacob Jingleheimer. Fucking love that movie, Bro, dude. That, that movie, I don't, I don't know if I rated that, but if I haven't rated it, next time I watch it, it's going to be a very easy four and a half star. <laughs> so good. It's a fucking masterpiece. I will fight anyone on this fucking planet. That's, that does not. It's all, it still holds up. It's, it's so stupid. so ridiculous. Harlan Williams fucking bunks with the chimpanzee. How do you not it writes itself? How do you not love it? He gets himself on a crowd sheet for like a year and he just keeps himself busy for a year. And he does fucking like all the food and And then he makes himself like paints the him in the chip and he blames it on Julie as she's been asleep for a year. Oh my god. Fucking love it. Oh my god, that's a movie. That's a movie that is. I don't know if I have the Blu-ray of it. I think it's. I think it's only on DVD. But I, I remember me and my dad were looking for that movie for years. Oh, I'm crying. I and, uh, and, and, I, it was on Voodoo the uh, a couple. And months you bought ago it for five, five bucks. I'm like, Fuck yeah, buying this. Oh, so it's a ni- 1997 Rocket Man with so Harlan good. with Harlan Williams. And you all, yeah, you also have William Sadler, and you have Jessica Lundy as Julie Ford. She's fucking hilarious. It's so goddamn funny. Very, very, very physical uh, comedy yeah. on that one. Um, getting back to this, had an estimated budget of eighteen million, which is fucking shocking. I really thought it would cost more. With a worldwide box office gross of fifty-seven point five million dollars, 
Filmed in Minden and Shreveport, Louisiana, um, Tom's Market at 212 North Pine Street, Vivian, Louisiana, and Atlanta, Texas. Yes, that is right. You heard me. Atlanta, Texas, which is just outside Fort Worth, Texas. I mean, there's there's a bunch so, of different di- Hollywoods. Like, there's a Hollywood of Florida. I didn't know there was another. Yeah, I knew that. I didn't know there was another Atlanta. Um, you can watch this on fucking Netflix, bro. This came to Netflix because, like, getting the fucking Blu-ray is a chore. You just got it for like thirty two or twenty two, right? I got it for so it's funny. This is also an OOP OOP movie that like has been OOP for like since it came out pretty much uh, mainly because of a uh, it, it was under Weinstein's name. Yeah, for a dimension. Yeah, but yeah. So so uh, on a uh, Mercari, there was a bunch of them. Some for thirty, some for forty. But I found it as low as twenty. I happened to look, and it was twenty two dollars plus tax. So all together, it cost me twenty six dollars. Yeah. For for an out of print movie, which, and to be quite honest, I have the VHS or the VHS. Wow. I have the okay, DVD, Grandpa. <laughs> I have the DVD, and I have it on uh, digital copy. The only really reason why I wanted this on Blu-ray is because the Blu-ray has, which is the intended director's version of it being in black and white, and I want I can't see it anywhere else but yeah. on the Blu-ray. So I think it, the black and white would have helped the CG. Next time I watch it, I'm going to watch well, black and white. Well, as soon as it comes in, I'm just going to rewatch it in black and white. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm going to rewatch it here soon, too, in black and white. Because, yeah, I definitely want that to... Was, uh, and that was the intended... The, the director's intended version. But for theatrical purposes, they they uh, they shot it in black and white, but then rendered it in color for theatrical. So it was actually shot in black and white. So, uh, I, feel yeah. like, so I feel like the black and white might actually look better. Well, yeah, it's going to help the CG, for sure. That and all yeah. the misty... Oh, my yeah. God, the CG... Yeah. All right. So let's get it. Oh, real quick. Uh, movies that came out around the same time. We've got Dan in Real Life, Saw 4, American Gangster, No Country for Old Men, P2, Beowulf, Hitman, Juno, I Am Legend, National Treather, Treasure, <laughs> Treasure, Book of Secrets, and Sweeney Todd. So I don't some, think... Some, some solids. I don't think there's a, there's a single bad movie that I just named. Even Dan in Real Life is fucking funny. I actually didn't like the sequel to National Treasure. Oh well, okay, that one wasn't that great, but I mean, really, there's a but lot the of rest, yeah, the rest, a lot like, of solid like, movie like there. P two, Sweet Todd's one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, okay, specific horror moments. Did you have any? I do. Okay, what do you got? What do you? What do you? Um, what do you, what do you not, got? I'm I'm not gonna give it all away because it is kind of spoily, but I'll I'll just uh, sort of do it. So a guy g- g- wants to go and tries to get a shotgun. From from a truck. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We're gonna talk so, about so that. So one one of the characters, um, you know, said, you know, they were like, "Does anybody have any weapons to try to fight off whatever's in this mist or whatever?" And the guy's like, "I have a shotgun in my truck." So one of the guys is like, "I know a truck yours. I saw you pull in. Uh, I'll go out and do it." So they get this rope, tie him up, so they can you know keep a hold of him or whatever, just in case whatever's out there gets him. And he goes out there, and you know he disappears in the mist. And all of a sudden, like the rope goes limp. And then it goes, honestly, it goes hard again. Um, Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I said what I said. Yikes. And then it starts pulling it back, and you slowly start seeing red, like obviously blood. And and, and, uh, and the way they shot it was like it was like a track shot, but of just the just the, the, the rope on blood, and it keeps going and going. And then you go to the outside, and you just see half of his body being, like the dragon, half of his, like, his legs and, down. Yeah, his bottom half body just drowned walking it. And I'm like, that is horrifying as fuck. But honestly, out of that whole scene, what really got me was was the whole 
they keep doing it. They see the blood clearly. It keeps going in, and they just get they're just getting blood everywhere. And you just get more and more blood. And I'm like, that is horrifying because you really don't know what's on the other end of that. Yeah, especially because it was like it, the rope was being pulled at the one point too, like severely. Yeah. So you're like, ah, I don't there's know actually a few horrifying moments, but that's the one I think that uh, Gabe got me the most on this rewatch, the most reaction. Well, um, well spoiler alert. Well, so besides is- a specific one, besides the ending. Well, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert! Like, not not that we're surprised here, but that was mine as well. I li- it got an audible oh from me. I oh, was like, oh, 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 mine that I did. Yeah, I was nice. like, I went, I literally gasped. I was like, oh, I'm like, hello, I, like, oh, okay, like, because I saw the blood. I'm like, because because it's been a while since I've seen this, and I remembered most of it, but obviously bits and pieces you always forget about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, that's right. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> hello. Yeah, that one got me. This is my first time watching. This was your couple. I don't yeah, know. I've yeah, I've seen it a few. So yeah, this was my first time watching, and I and I knew this would be a good one because of the I ratings. Hope it, I and hope it was a good experience for you. I loved it. Yeah, nice. I loved it. Yeah, nice. it was fucking solid. Uh, favorite kill? I have a specific one that it, it could have counted as my horror moment, but I was like, nah, he died. I was like, I'm gonna use this one. Um, <clears throat> my favorite kill was. <laughs> was the religious bitch <laughs> <laughs> just right in the fucking head you're well, like well first she gets hit in the stomach oh, and then yeah, you fucking yeah. like, honestly that like, but boom boom that was my favorite kill because honestly it's like fuck, shut up bitch <laughs> yeah she was the worst but uh but my but outside of like i guess my favorite horror kill would be in the uh would, would be that basically that whole thing in the pharmacy Mm, okay, yeah, yeah. My oh yeah, th- so yeah, that would be my, that's mine. I wrote down Spider Guy. That's where I'll leave it. Yeah, that's yeah. The, the pharmacy. Oh yeah, I'll leave it there. But I just I call it Spider Guy because that was fucking crazy. Yeah, that was cool. But yeah, no, definitely the religious bitch. Uh, favorite character. I'm gonna go with uh the uh I'm gonna go with the the Toby Jones of the cashier that no that that was a uh, gun champion. Oh yeah, okay. He, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because honestly, the I don't, store manager. Yeah. Well, he. I was he. I was. He, I don't think. Was I it think, the chick or the? No, the guy, Toby Jones. Toby the, Jones. Yeah, the yeah one, Ollie. The, yeah, yeah, Ollie, Ollie was the like the store manager. Okay, him. Yeah. yeah, and and the only reason why I liked him the best, I mean, there's a couple of really fun characters that I liked, but like weirdly, out of all that, he's the only one that like character developed throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Because Thomas Jane, Lauren Holden, like their characters were already established. Uh, Marissa, the the religious lady, like her character was already established, and there was no uphill or downhill. They were always they the were same just character. staunched in their just their beliefs. The moment where everyone was like, "Does anyone know how to shoot?" and he goes, "I do," and then you're like, "Oh, okay." Oh, yeah, he's like, <laughs> but then, but then he goes, "Yeah, I I was I did some Olympics or whatever." With that, I'm like, "Okay, fucking hold on, Rambo." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I was like, I was like, "Can you rewind that, please?" Hello? You did what? Like you... out of all the characters, his character developed in that two hours yeah. like, the best. So yeah, he was my favorite. Character. Same, yeah, same. Not surprising at all. Least favorite character, obviously. <laughs> that's a that's an the easy religious one. Bitch, she's almost her. as bad as uh, what's her face from uh, Harry Potter. I can't remember her name. Oh yeah, just yeah. as bad. She's almost as bad as her, if not worse. I have one more horrifying moment, but it wasn't wasn't. Uh, it was more emotionally horrifying. Okay. Um, it was towards the end. It wasn't what what you know, what you think I'm gonna say, but when Thomas Jane's character finally sees what happened to his wife. Oh yeah, I was. Like I wasn't emotional. You know, I, I really because I forgot about that specific thing and the way they were going about it. And I'm just like, oh god, why is this movie giving me emotions? Yeah, don't make me feel like how dare you. Uh, favorite line? Did you have one? I had one. Favorite? I don't. I mean, uh, honestly, I liked when Andre Bauer in the beginning was calling his chainsaw cocksucker. Yeah, that was pretty funny. For no reason. For no reason. <laughs> Yeah. He didn't know how to use it. Yeah, that was great. Um, but other than that, <laughs> I don't have a specific line. 
There was one line, I think it was said by um, uh, the main guy, David. Thomas Jane? Yeah, when he was explaining something to someone, and he was like, are you guys being willfully dense? I was like, oh, yeah, that, that was is funny. fucking a nice way to say, are you being fucking dumb? Right. <laughs> like, uh, so that was, my, that was my favorite line. Uh, so let's get into this. Uh, we'll do this quickly, because there's a lot of stuff we can talk about, but also a lot of stuff I want to leave, but we'll, we'll get into some good shit here. So... It, the, it's just funny how quickly this movie starts because dude for uh, a two hour movie it's, it's immediate immediate um you know it begins with david drayton um he's hand painting a poster for an upcoming film of his which actually i believe is something from the dark tower i think yeah it's yeah. the gunslinger from the dark tower um and he, and then after that that night a massive str- uh, storm strikes the house a tree goes goose through the window and just destroys his latest painting and then they go out and assess the damage the next day cleaning up shit um, then they and they noticed the mist approaching, and I'm like, Dude, we are four minutes. Yeah, into it goes this straight room. into it. I was like, holy shit! So I'm like, okay, it's just happening now. No buildup. It's just mist. I'm like, all right, cool beans. Um, and then they notice that their their boathouse has been just obliterated, oh, it's destroyed, flattened. fucking gone by a tree. And they they notice it's the neighbor's tree. Who is um, the fucking guy? Andre Brower. Yeah, what's his... I, hold on. I have the names here. I'm, I don't know why I'm trying to... Brent. His name is Brent. So he goes to talk to Brent and exchange information, you know, get this insurance, blah, blah, blah. And then he notices the Mercedes got crushed. And you can t- you can sense, like, uh, kind of like... A, um, tension. Tension between them. And Brent's like, you go into the store, and they didn't even have to show him asking. They just... The next thing is them getting in the car. And I was like, Nice. Um, so it's just David, Billy, and Brent. Uh, wife stayed at home. She didn't want to go. Uh, bad move on her part. So they go down to the grocery store and notice, like, uh, what was it? Like, electric uh, company trucks going by and then, like, the military going yeah, by. Yeah. So they're going towards town. And all those, you know, all those cars are going the opposite way. And they're like, that seems a bit odd. But, you know, I, I guess they're just going to fix the power because the power was out. Um, then they arrive at the supermarket and it's like super fucking packed. It's like the equivalent of Florida when, hur- hurricane yeah, when hurricanes yeah. come, everyone's fucking packing up. Uh, they don't seem to have cell service either. And even the landlines aren't working because, yes, they still had landlines, you know, like pay- like phone booths. You might not know what that is if you're younger than us. Check out the movie Phone Booth. Yeah, check out, check out the You'll movie. thank us for both knowing what a phone booth is and that amazing movie. And one of the most thrilling movies with uh, Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, no, no cell service. Everyone seems to be in a frenzy, um, just buying a whole bunch of shit. And then at this point, when they're in the checkout line, they hear uh, what I would call like it's similar to tornado warning horns or sirens, yeah. like yeah, just a just a severe weather warning, yeah. si- like siren. So they hear that, um, and then as as soon right after that, some guy just comes fucking flying into the uh, grocery store talking about he's all bloody and frantic and he's like something's in the mist something's in the mist it's killing people and you're like okay and i think at this point we're maybe 15 minutes in and so you're like this is just happening now and now it does it does slow down a little bit and pick back up so it is a pretty it has pretty good pacing pacing. but it does just kind of start just like right off the bat um and this is when everyone looks outside and notice that the mist is like completely surrounded the store you can't fucking see anything and uh, Jeff is like, hey, we need to steal the doors. We need to remain inside. But then one of the Walking Dead alums, Carol, her name is Melissa, Susan McBride. And uh, she's worried about her two kids at home. 
So she's like, anybody want to come with me? And no one. No <laughs> yeah. one. Everyone's just like looking at the ground. She's like, you're going to let a lady go out there by her? Yeah, bye. Yeah. I, I don't know. know what's out there. He's saying people are. This is are- probably one of the like realest like experiences for, for a movie. Like in real life, people would probably have been the same. Yeah. I would have been like, nah, lady. If people are dying, I'm no offense. Like somebody just came running in. Yeah. Leading looks like they just got in a fight yelling. There's something in the mist. Like, no, I'm just you. not risking my life for a stranger. I'm sorry. If you were a family member or a friend, sure. But I don't know. I you. I don't know you. And as that selfish of me, probably. Uh, but I don't want to, ri- at the end you know. of the day, it's going to save your life. Exactly. So no one volunteers and she leaves the supermarket. And I have to say, I won't say what happens to her, but I love the fate Yes. That uh, that transpires yes. in her life. Honestly, it was awesome. Uh, so after she just, you know, leaves and goes out alone into the mist, uh, David finds that generator in the back uh, trying to, you know, just trying to like assess how much fuel they have and whatnot, because, you know, if the power goes out, it's going to be bad news bears. Um, and this is when he hears something on the door, just like fucking just bang, pound, yeah, pounding, yeah. banging at the door. And he's like, hmm, I'm going to go tell people. And everyone's just thinking he's pulling their leg. Like, no, there's nothing out there. And uh, he's like, okay, well, we got to go fix that generator. So why don't we go back there to fix it? You know, like, we got to go fix this because something is like clogged and they have to go to the outside to unclog it um, because of whatever's going on in there. But you know, uh, there's things out there that, you know, people are killing people apparently. And that David clearly heard. And, uh, the bag was like, I'll go do it. And fucking, um, oops, his name is Norm. And, uh, David's like, yeah, don't, don't do that. It's a bad idea. And wouldn't you know it (laughs) less than two seconds after they opened the fucking door, the thick or the thick, the mist is super thick and just like comes like darting into the little crack that they've made. But then tentacles come out of the mist and just snatch this boy up. And you're just like, okay. told like, yeah, well, first of all, told you. Second of all, fucking tough shit. You're on your own. No, I'm kidding. He does try to help. But there's, you know, there's a power struggle. Everyone's freaking out. Like, I don't know what's happening. Why are there tentacles grabbing this boy? Uh, homie does not make it, though. Also, the tentacles have teeth. Yeah, they have teeth and they and the CG was just so oh, oh, it's so it did not age well. And I, I was thinking for 2007, I was like, okay, it's either going to be really good, you know, that like the host from 2006, I think, uh, Bong Joon Ho's movie is that fucking held up pretty damn well. But this, I was like, mm, it's not good. So well, the CG well, I mean, is. Also, if you think it was, it was 18 million, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's probably why it wasn't that good. I mean, a lot of lot of that budget. Like, I'm not saying there was big names. Attached like character, like actor wise, but uh, it definitely went to the cast, but most of a lot of it did go to the cast. Um, I, I yeah. do want to, like, I mean, if you think about it too, it's all in basically 90% of the movies in one location, yeah. And that's what I really like about this movie is the, of, of uh, how contained it is, yet it's still like you almost feel like you're out in the open because they're in public, yeah, but it's so contained because they literally are in the store for. 90% of the movie. Yeah, and since it's a small town, half the town's in there. Yeah, half the town's in there. So, homie doesn't make it. Um, David does uh, uh, chop off one of the limbs, though, of the tentacle monster, as I'm going to call it. Uh, they close the, you know, the the, the, the little roll-down door, and, the you know, the generator's still clogged. That's still not fixed because the, the tentacle monster decided to be a dick. Um, so then he goes to tell Brent what they've discovered. Like, Hey dude, um, neighbor friend, uh, there's like a tentacle monster back there. You should come check it out. And fucking Brent gets like, he's a lawyer by the way, but he gets like super, uh, harsh on him and like lashes out immediately. He's like, you're playing a joke on me. Cause I was a lawyer who represented the people who sued this grocery store and lost. So like, I don't believe you. 
and uh, he's being kind of a dick about it. And then he's like, okay, fine. Why don't you just go back there and look? Like, just go check it out. So a couple people from the store go back there and check it out. And as soon as they, like, poke it or touch it, it, like, melts or something. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool, the evidence is gone. Uh, but, no, he shows the people they believe... Uh, they believe him now. Uh, there's a fucking tentacle. What do you? I can't just plant that there. I just what I had that in my back pocket. No, I don't think so. Right. So people believe him now. Uh, everyone's like, okay, something weird is going on, and yeah, something weird is, is definitely going on. But at this point, Brent, uh, I just love the divide between Brent and David because Brent's like, all right, I'm gonna organize some people. We're gonna get the fuck out of here. Uh, nothing's gonna happen to you in the mist. Like reassuring these people, and I'm like, you don't know that, right? Stop giving these people fucking fucking false hope. Um, and I love when, uh, <laughs> someone, Amanda just pulls the handgun from her purse. She's like, I have this. My husband makes me, uh, carry it around cause I'm, I'm alone a lot. And I'm like, that is a huge gun for a small woman to have. That is, that is like a, this is a giant gun. Looked like a, I don't know. looked like a 357. It probably wasn't though, but it looked like a pretty hefty gun. It was either, it was either just a snub nose or 350. Yeah. I was like, that's a pretty hefty gun for, for, for a lady. I'm just saying like, that's, that's got some kickback, dude. I've, I've shot, uh, Doug has a 38, I think a 38 snub nose and that thing fucking kicks, dude. dude for something tiny. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It, I'm it like, that thing like fucking kicks. It kicks like a son of a it's bitch. It's funny. The smaller ones kick more than, than I know. the heavier ones. It's sometimes. weird. So I just was surprised that he, she had such a large caliber gun, but I was also like badass, dude. Well, That's... probably, you know, when if, if, if I were to quote unquote mug her and I saw her whip that thing out, I'd be, <laughs> like, I'd be like, you know what? Um, my decision's made. Fuck off. Bye. Do you need any money? I've got a 20. Right. Like, like, do you, like need... do you want my, are you robbing? Do you want to rob me? <laughs> well, that make us, well, let's make, make the situ- which situation better. I'll, I'll help out in any way I can. I'm just saying. Like, let me get the car door for you, miss. Here you go. So, uh, see you. Have a nice day. Um, <laughs> exactly. So Ollie is, uh, he kind of takes a gun and like loads it up or whatever. And then that's when you have the other guy saying, I've got a shotgun. We have that whole interaction reaction um you know you have the guy coming back cut in half it was pretty fucking awesome like it was cool it was so cool yeah I li- again i literally was like oh <laughs> wasn't expecting that um and then night begins to fall and at this point i believe they've put up a bunch of dog food in the windows i think um to like you know they're <laughs> because clearly they're well they did that after the tentacle monster kind of like showed itself a little bit more on the windows. Yeah, because and so yeah, they're they're putting all this dog food up and I'm like, this store doesn't have this much dog food. There's like what is this? This well, like there was six- actually there was actually a shit ton of dog food in the base and in, in, in the back where they were. I know, but I'm like, this is a lot of dog food. Why do they have so much? And you don't even see one dog in the whole movie. I know, and I'm like, this is fucking very convenient. <laughs> uh so the as night begins to fall, these giant like mosquito bugs are landing on the windows, seemingly attracted to the light and the lanterns, and then other giant like pterodactyl fucking looking things are coming and attacking Dude, those that bugs. that was a cool scene. Yeah, that was a super cool scene. But the problem with the pterodactyl birds is they're crashing into the windows trying to get the little mosquito bugs. And they break through the window. <laughs> and they break through the window and then we have like a, it's like, it was like, it was like contamination, you know, we have a 2319, holy shit. And it got this one girl real good in the face and then and she just I, like puffed up I and really died. I really like that they actually showed that effect of like what would happen. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, so chaos ensues. Uh, like I said, one of the insects kills a young girl. All the people in there are using rakes and shovels to just beat the living piss out of these things. Uh, first bird is killed by a man uh, who sets it on fire. And then Ollie shoots the other one or two, I think, with the six shooter or whatever there was. So Ollie's a badass. 
Um, and then one of these guys that uh, actually got set on fire during in the midst of all this, and he's so badly burned when they go check on him in the basement, he's like begging to be killed. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, this is a rough scene. I was like, oh, my heart. <gasps> like, oh. And uh, they're like, no, dude, come on. Just wait a little bit longer. But I like the pain. He's like, he's like, I've never felt pain this bad because he was probably had like third oh, degree. He was, yeah, he was wrecked. He had fifth degree burns. Okay. Yeah, he was wrecked. That so made a new degree of burns. It was just so I was like, it was like gut wrenching. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, so, there's a lot of unnecessary emotion. Oh in this yeah, movie. dude, it was it was insane. So that happens. Um, at this point though, they're like, okay, we've got injured people, we've got people that need medicine. So David gets a group together to go to the pharmacy and the nearby shopping plaza, which is pretty much next, just next door. Yeah, like right across the street or like Caddy Corner or whatever. So they need to get like you know burn ointment, antibiotics, painkillers, all this all sorts of stuff. You know, and the people like don't want them to go. And this is where you get this huge divide in the crowd. Because they've kind of been separated before this, but this at this scene when they're about to leave, you get this huge divide. You you have shockingly you have people on Mrs. Carmody's side, uh, the religious nut, which I, I was like both shocked well, and not shocked at the yes, same time. Yeah, I get it. Because like you're like you're listening to her, but like people listen to that now, so you're like, uh, but it's just funny because she was batshit insane. Like this is what we get, you know, God is punishing us, and you've got people behind her like, yeah, we're she, being punished. She like, was the real villain of this movie. She was the 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 huge villain yes. of this whole movie, and it's just so funny to see all, like I said, I was shocked that people were on her side, but I'm like, well, that actually tracks. That, like, yeah. there would be a fucking, like, uh, Christianity, whatever you want to call it, divide between Religion, the group. They're during any type of disaster yeah Re- religion definitely like is always playing some type of uh division part yeah and it's like i get i know i get why but she was like it's just so funny because like in those situations those people are typically the most judgmental and she was so judgmental i mean shit someone died in like someone got stabbed and thrown out uh because they went against her and like everyone was chanting about it and i'm like what? Why yeah. are you, you? What the what? fuck? And then when she got shot, Miss Carmody, everyone was in an uproar. I was like, that bitch let someone die earlier by getting stabbed multiple times by someone on her side. She even How called, is that okay? She even said that the one girl, the well, she was the cashier of the store who got uh, stung yeah. and, and died. She's like, she basically was like, that's what whores get. Oh yeah, and I'm like the fuck it's, it's so, <laughs> hello it's, essentially if you're if you're using that stuff with religion behind you it's okay but if you don't have god on your side it's not okay to act like that right doesn't make any sense uh so yeah i thought that was just so funny so you've got everyone on mrs carmody's side you got everyone on david's side and they're you know they're like what well, do you want us to like do you want help for all the people that are suffering? Because we've got to go do this. Yeah. So eventually they just go do this and they head out into the mist single file line very bold move but also I get it. And that's when they get to the pharmacy and it just kind of goes chaotic immediately because they're grabbing a whole bunch of stuff, grabbing a whole bunch of stuff. And they see all these spider webs and they see these tiny little fucking spiders everywhere. And then we have the spider guy coming in and it's, it's the MP from earlier in the film. And then Dude, you the see guy, the guy that, that dies and falls in the ground. And all the baby spiders come out of him out of his decaying body. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. It was insane. Um, so yeah, that happens. And then you see bigger spiders, which are the source of the little spiders. It's like, you know, a mama spider. So then they have 
So now you have like four different type of animal yeah, creatures oh in, my the, God. in this mist. It's ridiculous. And the larger spiders have claws and fangs and shoot aesthetic, yeah, aesthetic they're fuck, webbing. They're fucking deadly. This one guy got shot uh, with le- legging around his, uh, webbing around his leg. Legging around his web. <laughs> and it burned through his jeans. And then I think he ended up dying from it or something yep. like that. So they lost a few people. And then they just frantically pack up all and just fucking run back to the store. And that's where I'll end it there. Because after that, it just kind of goes downhill and then be prepared for one of the most bleakest fucking endings you've ever experienced. You think you've seen bleak shit? You haven't seen nope. shit. <laughs> you haven't seen shit. No, it's really bleak. All I have to say about it is just hold on a little longer. That's all I got to say. Just just a little bit longer. Um, so, yeah. I God was, damn it. Yeah, just hold on. <laughs> just hold up and like breathe for a second. So, yeah, my thoughts on this movie. One, the CG was very rough and really my biggest complaint other than the frantically annoying quick zoom-ins. There were so many times where the camera was tracking and zooming and then zooming. I'm just like, ah, like why? So many fast little zoom-ins and zoom-outs. It was very jarring. Funny that you said that because that's actually, uh, that <laughs> actually goes back to my thing with the with the uh, toolbox murders, that's how that quote unquote scene was going with that masturbation scene. Oh Jesus. Quick For, in, quick out, quick in, quick out. You're like, yeah, ah! yeah. It's like, like, like what, what's going Like, why, why is this happening? Like, why are we even focused on this for so long? It's too much. Uh, so CG was rough. There's no way that fucking little store had that much dog food. The Christian lady was the waste, the waste, great jump scare in the pharmacy. Um, so many fade outs. I don't know why there were so many fade outs. Um, Main dude, not that great. Thomas Jane, sorry. Kind of flat for me. Just kind of just, I felt like he's he was. He's never been a great actor, but like I've always, enjoyed, like es- I've always believable. Especially the yelling at the end. He was like, Ugh! oh, that seems Ugh! super, that seems <laughs> super forced. I was like, are you going to, are you about to turn into the weird Hulk or something? What's that, going on? That did seem yeah. forced. But then there was one point right after that when he started like slamming his hands and really screaming. I was like, okay, there we go. Well, but that well, first I mean, two screams, I was like, oh, buddy. Well, well I mean, I but, like, but to, buddy. Be, to be fair, that particular thing that happened, it's hard to, as yeah, an I actor, know. Know. it's hard to imagine what your emotions are going to be from there. Yeah, that, that was so, yeah, it was really just, he wasn't that, that great. I just, he was kind of flat and just kind of felt like he was phoning it in and the, uh, the CG for me. So that's really my only two big complaints. Luckily, there wasn't like a shit ton of CG, but when it was there, you were like, that's rough. So that's why I want to watch it in black and white and see if there's see if that black and white kind of hides the CG. Because it probably just like 3D probably would just like 3D movies. If there's shitty CG in a 3D movie, you'll you'll be able to hide it with that 3D. So I'm hoping the black and white kind of, you know, like softens it a little bit because it's it stood out pretty bad. But there was also some really good practical effects. Yeah. So. Um, what about you? Thoughts, feelings? Um, I the whole movie I loved, and I will forever not like that ending. Yeah, ever. I know. Like every time I watch that movie, Just I like, always tell myself, and I know that ending's happened, but I was like, "Fuck that ending." And this is why I don't like Frank Darabont, and it's in the trivia, but I'm just gonna say because we're talking about it now. He, he, he signed on to do this movie, but he told the producers. My ending stays. He specifically wrote that oh, ending. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. fuck him for that ending. Respectfully, lo- fuck you for I, that ending, I, I, sir. I loved it so much. I I, I, I understand the ending 100%, but like every time I see that ending, I have flashbacks to when I first saw it in the theaters, and I think it was the only one that literally yelled out in the theater, fuck that ending. <laughs> and, and, I, and I worked there at the time, and I didn't even care. I'm saying it. I don't care. <sighs> fuck. 
But other than that, I, I thought the movie's honestly like it's it's a, it's a masterpiece in horror. Yeah. Um. I'll do the ratings real quick, then we'll do trivia and goofs. Seven point okay. one out of ten on IMDb. Three point four out of five on Letterbox. I gave it a four. Uh, because my two issues, but again, that that might change in future ratings. I so. also gave it a four because of the ending. It'll never. Go, that, it'll, I'm sorry, that ending really fucked me. Oh, the ending was I, that was almost gonna get a four or five out of me. No, for that I, ending. I, no, if it it was a four or five, and I knew going in already about that ending, but I'm like, I can't do the four or five because the last like four and a half minutes of this movie can go fuck itself. Oh, see, I loved it. So I mean, it, I loved it. I understood why, but I hate it so much <laughs> because God damn it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right, some trivia real quick. So we've got, or sorry, sorry. First of all, I didn't even read the IMDb summary. A freak storm unleashes a species of bloodthirsty creatures on a small town where a small band of citizens hole up in a supermarket and fight for their lives. I feel like we should do that before we talk about the movie. I know, I was supposed to. I said I forgot to. Drop yeah, the ball, I know. Proctor. Uh, Taglines, belief divides them, mystery surrounds them, but fear changes everything. As corny as that is, that's fucking brilliant. I love, I love it. it. I love it. Trivia, Stephen King says that he was genuinely frightened by this adaptation of his novella Frank Darabont described that as the happiest moment of his career same I would do the same same yeah. same if, if 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 the king of horror literally tells you that he's frightened by adaptation of his own doing yep you fucking win winner 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 um during an action scene in the film a man runs into a wire rotating bookshelf in the grocery store uh if you look carefully you can clearly see that all the books on the shelf are written by Stephen King Frank Darabont agreed to make the film. Oh, yeah. The, they wouldn't change the ending. They agreed. Yep. The blump, blah, dum, da, dum, da, dum. Oh, yeah. The flamethrower at the end was constructed by the effects department out of parts purchased at Home Depot, which frightened Frank Darabont on all kinds of levels. But, I mean, if you're not getting scared, then you're not doing right, right. or something. Uh, Norm is wearing a T-shirt from uh, WKIT Radio in Bangor, Maine. This is one of the three radio stations owned by Stephen King. The artwork on his T-shirt is by Stephen King's artist, Glenn Chadbourne from Maine, who was... Uh, who has produced art for many of his novels and collections by Stephen King. Shot in 37 days, which is impressing, but also makes sense because of the locality. Yeah. yeah, it was mostly just dialogue. The locality of everything. Uh, goofs. Maine has counties, not parishes. Parishes are the term for in, uh, con- counties, mostly in Louisiana, but that's where this was filmed, so that makes sense. Throughout the movie, but prominently in one scene where David is standing with some shelves behind him. The shelves are stacked with Zapp's potato chips. Uh, Zaps are not sold in Maine. Zaps potato chips are a company based out of Louisiana, and they market their products largely in the South. Uh, Zaps are sold in Shreveport, where the movie was filmed. When they're leaving the market, all of those headlights on the trucks would produce a blind or a bright blinding wall of light in the mist. They would not be able to see anything in front of the truck. Jim Morales or Jim Morales, sorry, Jim refers to Morales and Donaldson as Peckerwoods. But Morales is Latino and Donaldson is African-American. The dictionary definition of Pecker was is a Southern slang for poor whites. And he said that too, because I did this after I watched the movie. And I'm like, Pecker Woods is a thing for white people. Yeah. What? (laughs) Hello? Um, And then when the first uh, flying critter smashes through the store window, it leaves a perfectly round circle instead of shattered glass, which I thought was pretty funny. Ha ha. Um, So that is The Mist. You can catch this again on Netflix or if you want to pay... I think I paid like 32 online for mine on eBay. Uh, but that's still a good deal because it goes upwards of 60, 70 bucks. Uh, for, for an OOP movie. Yeah. Like, so anything, yeah. anything under 40 is fucking good. Yeah. Anything under 40 is fantastic. So yeah, uh, that's a great one. I recommend that. I'm definitely going to watch that again in black and white. Oh yeah. ASAP as possible. So uh, yes, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't seen the mist, go check it out. Very bleak ending. Uh, a lot of fun. Good pacing. 
Uh, follow us on Facebook at Frightmares and uh, smash that like button if you haven't. Try to get us up to 11,000. That'd be tight. Um, slash your app and Instagram at Frightmares Podcast. Twitter at Frightmares underscore pod. I'm going to burp. Oh, excuse me. That was pathetic. Uh, I'm Dr. Proctor on Letterboxd. You are... Slapperman. And next week is going to be a double feature. Don't don't say what it is. I haven't told oh, anybody yet. Well, you obviously told me. A double... Okay, true. A double feature of some seriously... Probably probably good movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're doing a double feature, me and Gabby. We're doing two movies, so we're going to have to just jump right into the movies next week because we're going to have a lot to talk about. And then, if all goes according to plan, my buddy Michael Viers will be joining me to do another movie that is in the same vein as the movies that me and Gabby are doing. And it's going to be... It's it's both Interesting. A, yeah, it's both a part of our Shameless because his podcast is the Shameless Picture Show he has a shame list of movies that he should have seen by now but hasn't, and this is on both of ours. I haven't seen it. He hasn't seen it. So it's going to be like a crossover episode. We're kind of doing a little bit of his format, a little bit of my format. As, as long as it all goes according to plan. He, you know, We're very busy, the both of us, but we're going to try and record an episode next week. So you're going to get essentially two episodes next week, and you're actually going to get two more bonus episodes in October. Ooh. And I know I'm trying to make up for like the six weeks we were gone. So ideally we should have three quote unquote bonus episodes. So we, that way we only really missed three weeks this year instead of six. So yeah, we're going to get, we're going to double down me and you are doing one. It's going to be a bonus episode oh. in October. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Halloween themed movie. And then me and Corey are going to be doing a bonus episode and December is going to be a new year's Eve horror movie. Ooh. So yes, it's good shit. So uh, until next week, guys, stay tuned and stay spooky crisp. <laughs> yes. Okay. That was new. All right. See, see you later.